Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast. A podcast where we watch a movie and then we talk about it. My name's David. And hey, oh, it's 12-year-old me. What have you got to say for yourself, 12-year-old me? Hey, you, older me, do we fuck a lot in college? (laughs) The answer was no. Uh, My name's Sam, and let's spin the time travel mechanics wheel. That was savage, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and tick 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 it's landed on oh fuck you it's a kids movie <laughs> this was a weird one uh so disclaimer <laughs> full disclaimer uh just in case you're a regular listener you're you're deep in the uh the canon of the imaginary movie podcasters mm. uh, which i believe is our um our super group name um obviously this was a ross pick obviously uh, the movie called The Adam Project, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and uh, Mark Ruffalo, which we hadn't mentioned, uh, obviously was uh, our esteemed colleague Ross, Ross's pick. Uh, and then he did the most Ross thing in the world, which made us watch a movie and talk about it and then declined to talk about himself. Yeah, well, you know, family life gets in the way. However, I am actually... No, no excuses, no substitutions. <laughs> no substitutions. I'm actually... Very happy that Ross made his watches. I had seen it on Netflix, and because I'm a cynical nihilist, most of the time I think, well, if it's pop, Prick. if it's popular on Netflix, it probably won't be for me because I'm so clever. Uh, but no, actually, actually, I thought this was a very fun, entertaining, light family science fantasy movie, and you know that's a rare thing. It's a rare thing to tick all those boxes and to to manage to bring together a film in such a way that is kind of like good enough on most fronts and and it'll keep you entertained and it's sub two hours and Ryan Reynolds is... 106 minutes, baby. Ryan Reynolds is very engaging. There's like, there's just, there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, I think we really do need to appreciate when movies do what they need to do in a way that is fun, light, you know, this is this is a movie that people it's, are going to be able to enjoy at different levels, and that is great. It's a family film, I think is the word. It like, is. It's not exactly not violent, but it's kind of cartoony violence where like people are exploding, but not in a not in a wet way. Basically, yeah, and I do mean that in a very literal fashion. They've got helmets on. Um, you know, they could be robots, which is exactly what I'll be telling my exactly, five year old exactly. when when they show him this film. <laughs> like, it's okay, they're robots. It's fine. They're not people. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Um, and like it knows what it is, and most of it is grounded ish. They they sort of splash on big special effects for certain bits. Um, it's fun. It's light. Like the combat's exciting, there's good tension. Um, you know, it's just. I can feel it. I can feel film, an, 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 an and yet coming to the end of your sentence, Dave. No, no, I'm, I'm, I say that without any caveats. I, I, I enjoyed this film. I wouldn't say that I'm going to like rush out and start raving a big Ryan Reynolds flag or proclaiming this to be one of the most overly written, well written, Oscar worthy pieces of film because it's not. But this is a good movie, generally. Um, that like sets the bar to an achievable level and then like maintains that I think like it's not interstellar it's not like trying to fucking reinvent what a sci-fi movie should be or like have this super high concept time travel thing it's like hey we've got time travel great let's use that to travel in time great and that's kind of it it's not even as complicated as um, back to the future you know yeah and, and, in some and, ways, so it's like, and that's fine because the level of this is at is like you're essentially your young Ryan Reynolds, you're twelve, and it's like great, this is the level we want. And that's you know that's exactly what I enjoyed about it is that it wasn't, you know, it's like it's not it hasn't it didn't require lots of lots of in depth thought. Now be watching the Stella, and that's like total. I God, just love this movie. It's just amazing, but. You know, you try and get any normal person to enjoy that film, and it's really <laughs> a stretch. Like it's really a stretch. Yeah, just because it's too long, and there's whole stretches where nothing's happening, and it's super high concept, and like that's great. The that ending really is great. I, I've seen that film four it, or five times. I just still not exactly sure what was going on <laughs> at the end. Do you know what I mean? And like, and I've and I've yeah, and yeah. I've tried it. I've tried. I've researched it. Whereas, whereas, 
this movie does not make it difficult for you to understand what's happening no, at all. No. And it's weird, isn't it? We will have a plot summary in a minute, Sam, I think. Um, but before we do that, I just want to maybe mention something. A wider sort of like industry thing in general. It's kind of nice to see that we're starting to get like pulpy, average sort of summer blockbustery movies again um, that aren't a Marvel product and like... This isn't in some big cinematic universe, and there's no. I, I'm going to eat my words because they're definitely probably going to make a sequel of this. But like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like there needs to be a sequel for this. It feels um, like this is a real open and closed book, and it was all right. Like it was com- really competently made. Like the casting was okay. Um, and thank goodness. And, and you know, it's just nice. Uh, the Tomorrow War, which you didn't see, worse film than this. Uh, but that was an Amazon film. With a similar sort of thing, like let's just do a sci-fi film that's kind of a mashup of like former sci-fi films without actually being, do you know what I mean, related to them. And yeah. so it's kind of orig- an original property while at the same time being very immersed in our own pop culture. And and and, and thank goodness, you know that is a, that is my. I really didn't know what to expect, and I think the first act is a little bit, a little bit soggy. Oh. You know, like the there's... first act, I was texting Ross, and I was like, "You fucking joking? We're doing a Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds thing." <laughs> and like, oh look, but... the kids, the kids calling Ryan Reynolds a dick. Great, I've seen this film a fifty thousand times. Yeah, but but you know, but you know, there's like we we are we are so immersed in in everything needs to have a cinematic universe. Everything needs to have a sequel set up. We need to have you know merchandise through the wazoo like it's just ridiculous the level of um of 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 stuff that is tied to a movie that's not even on screen you know and that and that's blame star wars sam well it, it, it comes back to that but it, you know most recently marvel and that and that's you know that's the thing that really stands out now this reminded me of guardians of the galaxy that is the the film that really stood out to me it's very much modeled on that i think and that's not a bad thing necessarily I think they've done a good job of like taking all of the the good ingredients of of that type of thing, but then just distilling it down into a fun, engaging, and we're going to say it again, a family movie. And and there's so many different choices they could have made here. They could have had, you know, Ryan Reynolds on the front with a with with a machine gun looking moody. They could have had the humour ripped out of this movie, and we would have ended up with something dry, another boring. 2009 i mean that's like you know i think of the all the science fiction movies that came out around then the late 2000s it's like well maybe we want sci-fi again and we get these boring turgid movies you know that, that offer nothing new that, that, oh we, we've got an rfc clark story that no one has ever developed into a it's a movie before. Yeah, because he wrote it on the back of, back of a napkin and threw it in the well, gym. Yeah, we've, okay. we've got a copy of it. Someone call Matt Damon. We'll do it. You know, like there's, there's always, there's always these, these type of things. And let's, let's do it on Netflix as well. Like this isn't a cinema release movie. This is a Netflix film um, that was was kind of shopped around some of the studios, and I think it's another great example of why. Netflix is very, very competent at, you know, aiming their sites at films that are going to have mass appeal and also be quite entertaining as well. You know, and and they yeah. didn't make the film, but they financed it, and they, you know, they would have been involved in that process to 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 get what we see on screen. And you know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, even though maybe they don't make always the right choices. This is a very no. competent. Um, business movie you know the business business decisions <laughs> along with this are very competent too which i think is interesting certainly have you got a plot summary salmon we'll jump into this a little bit maybe because this is let's not forget this is quite a silly movie there's a lot to make fun of in here and to you know to like and to dislike and yeah etc yeah, exactly so after accidentally crash landing in 2022 time traveling fighter pilot adam reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future um Straight away, you know what do we what do we say about episodes of The Simpsons? Um, we say that the title of the episode is directly related to the how well the episode does. You know what? Can we explain an episode of The Simpsons in one sentence? Bart gets an elephant. 
that works pretty well to me. You know, Homer joins a barbershop quartet. There we go. As we get later on and we're like, um, but Homer kills Maud Flanders with a T-shirt cannon and <laughs> and then Ned's depressed. Ned's grieving and it's like... Uh, oh, well, so it all starts to fall apart pretty quickly after that point. So I think if you can have your elevator pitch, if you can sum it up in, you know, a you sentence... You want your log line, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you want your... If it's, you, it's Die Hard on a plane. Exactly. Is the best example. We can then make a movie now. 30-year-old fighter pilot goes back to, you know, meet a 12, his 12-year-old self to save the world. Fucking brilliant. Like, that's a great concept for a movie, and it works really well straight away. Without Do you know, what? Do you know how I know it's a great concept for a movie, Sam? Because they've done it before. Yes. Do you remember the um, Do you remember the Bruce Willis film, The Kid? The Kid, yeah, um, I do. Which is, he's not in a fighter plane, but Bruce Willis, question mark, um, electrical storm. <laughs> yeah, quantum uh, quantum physics. Ends up basically like with his younger self. And we, get, we explore a lot of the same things. This is what I was saying earlier about this being quite like a cultural mashup of movies. Like there's a bit of Terminator in this. Uh, there's a bit of Back to the Future. Uh, there's a bit of Top Gun, even, and like you know, quite a lot of the kid. Like there's a lot. That I think they're drawn quite directly from that, especially with how like they interact and the bullies and. But maybe like an inversion. I think in the kid, Bruce Willis teaches his younger self to like fight back, um, and he beats the shit out of this other kid, and then he gets in loads of trouble with his parents because he's like beating the living Christ out of this child. Um, you know, so whereas in this, it's you know the joke is that the kid just gets beaten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it really does have a very eighties feel to it as well, doesn't it? Do you not think it's got that real like eighties into late ninety in into early nineties kind of you know concept for movies and 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 you can almost feel a, a little bit of John Hughesness in this, you know that that is. It's, it is kind of seeping through. It's a throwback, through. isn't it? I think quite intentionally so. Uh, like even with uh, Jennifer Garner with it being a single mum, like that's got direct sort of like influence too. Do you remember the um, Last Action Hero? Mm-hmm. Like that's a single mum who's not around, which is a convenient plot contrivance to have this child be unsupervised. Yeah, 80% of the time. Like again, there's a lot there that's kind of drawing on the history of action movies. Um but it kind of works, and that you you don't really sit and think about all of this while you're watching the movie. I should say because it kind of moves like it's well paced, generally. Yeah. Um. I I think I think the first act is is maybe where there's a little bit of like, so what are we what are we doing? You know what are we doing? It's a bit Reynoldsy. It's a bit Reynoldsy, isn't it? <laughs> it does. Like and and we're doing all those Ryan Reynolds things that Ryan Reynolds does. Like this could be just waiting or. Um, What's that film we watched for the podcast? Just oh, Friends, yeah. It, just Friends. It, like this could just this could be any Ryan Reynolds film from two thousand and two. You are waiting. You are waiting for him to turn to the camera at a certain point and say, you know, and that's when I realize it's like, well, all right, and and you know, but you know what, you know what, as much as as much as Ryan Reynolds has a thing, I think he, I think he applies it very well in this movie. He's he's a he's a very magnetic. You know he has charisma. He has natural charisma on screen, and I think he's managing to deliver this in a way that that is pretty effective. Now the story, as it's set up, I think is also very good. We get the we get the death of the father. Um, you know, Taylor's oldest time, but we so so but but we get to examine it in in quite different ways. You know, it, it's all it's a thing that looms over. It's that it's the kind of the, the, the long arc of the movie, isn't it? Is is how these you know how the, how how Adam in in his various ages is dealing with ha- um, the death of his dad, and so we kind of get it at the beginning with with twelve year old Adam, and I think that works well on like a on like a you know when kids are s- struggling with stuff they often act out they often become you know a bit more sarcastic and they, you know they, they just turn into little shits because they don't know how to externalize what they're feeling and like yeah and then later on we get to see it as well, this is the well basically sam they aren't allowed to drink and that's how we deal with problems yes and, and that's adults. and that's what we get in ryan reynolds isn't it is being like uh, yeah this guy's he's he's exactly the adult version of what you expect you know for someone of that of uh who's who's dealt with that so yeah 
Um, but I think that the through line is pretty good. Um, I do want to talk through the plot just a little bit, Sam. I know you hate to do it in a linear fashion. No, go for it. Um, but I maybe want to save the... Because um, there is a great emotional through line in this movie. I maybe want to save that towards the end, I think, where we can sort of like talk, talk it through beginning to end. Um, what do you think of Jennifer Garner in this movie? I think Jennifer Garner is... Um, I think she's good. Yeah, fine. I think she's got a she's got a good. You know, it is a very like she's doing a you know she's doing the paying the bills on paper, and she's not asked to do a lot, is she? No, she's as a, not as an actor. And 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 she's and she's kind of like she doesn't have a, a great deal, but I think it's an important role. What I really what I really enjoyed was her um her kind of like her dealing with the fact that she has obviously lost her husband but that her son is the most important thing that that matters here and she's kind of like investing everything into that to the detriment of herself and and ultimately the the relationship with her son the 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 bit later on when Ryan Reynolds is chatting to her in 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 the bar bit much isn't it well i don't know i i thought that it was i thought it was i thought it was from Ryan Reynolds point of view i thought it was a bit like all right you you're kind of leaning a little bit too far into it, but I thought her her response was quite realistic. I thought in that, you know what? Actually, yeah, when you are like just having to be strong, and she's you know she's she's very stoic and just getting on with it and trying to be funny and light and focusing all of that. The the her son isn't going to see that she's also struggling. And that's an important thing, like the humanity of being a parent. Sometimes you you have to some you have to not be like. The superhero who's doing everything. Sometimes you have to actually acknowledge that you have emotion. So I thought that was really well. I thought Jeff, Jennifer Garner did a great job at kind of presenting that. I thought. No, I thought it was fine. Um, I I kind of like I was, I was a bit afraid in that scene that it was gonna like, honestly, because because it's a Ryan Reynolds film. I think I was like, and because Ross had recommended it, I was really like primed for. Oh, it's going to be a Ryan Reynolds like sex comedy. So, like, what I was <laughs> expecting in that scene was for her to turn around and say, "Back off, pervert! My husband just died," or something. You know, like a. It's not that movie, though, is it? And and it and it's not that movie, and it's not, it's not, trying to like take these cheap jokes. And there was lots of cheap jokes in this movie, but like, it's not those because, like we said, it's a family film, and we do so few family films yeah. as well that it's like quite quaint almost and i suppose there's um, a bit of expectation management isn't it from our end of like going in thinking and and ryan reynolds is doing his snarky bit and it's you know entertaining or annoying depending on on your view but it's also again this film is a little bit more sophisticated than that it kind of knows yeah. what it's playing with it knows it's also it's also latter-day ryan reynolds i think we we think ryan reynolds we think like van wilder waiting just friends we think like you know, skinny, lanky, sexy, you know, in his twenties, Ryan Reynolds. Whereas, like older Ryan Reynolds has kind of become a bit of like a buff action star, which he is in this movie. Like you know, he's become this, um, which adds a new facet to it. So he's not just being like snarky and like silly and funny and stupid, but we get these great sort of fight scenes, which I thought were pretty well done. I didn't really understand how, why he has this like super powered lightsaber. Um, because it's cool. Did you see it? it was, no, 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 no. Shut no, no. up! It was, it was cool. cool as shit. Why don't the rest of them have one? I just I was like, because it's because it's cool. See, this is the other thing. It's like it's a. I think we have to we have to go back. We have to go back to when we were twelve because that's what like you know our our parents and, and probably you know parents are much older as well throughout history well i was certainly flabbergasted when my dad invented time travel it was very it was it was well it was very interesting yeah but the you know the ancient egyptians um their their the parents of children then were going well this uh this play is terrible i don't understand what's going on at all i mean what, what are they even talking about like they, we have to extract ourselves from like the mindset i think of of trying to make this a logical movie that makes sense in in some ways because the time travel absolutely doesn't whatsoever there's no i think it... i thought that was fine though i i didn't i didn't find myself and we're exactly the kind of pedants who 
and I bet Ross's as well. We can't. We These can't. Are, we can't kind of dependency. We're like, well, actually, actually, uh, the time travel. I'm doing my comic book guy voice, but like, I didn't have a problem with it. I think no. the movie, within the framework of the movie, the magic being it asks you to accept is that this is time travel and this is what you can do, and like. It's and, basically like Back to the Future rules in a lot of ways, like and that's and that's what we kind of need to and and all through the movie, you know, the fight scenes, the, yeah, he's got a cool lightsaber, all of these things. I think, it, and it's not to just dismiss them, but it's to say, like, for me, there's a sense of, you know, do you remember what it was like watching Back to the Future the first time? Yeah, it's stupid, you know. What like there's a picture that he's got a, a, a printed out Polaroid that is slowly fading, which perfectly represents the damage to the timeline. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. That's stupid as shit. And yet, because of the rules of the movie, it works because of the construct that the movie existing in. And 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 that's what I think this film is is has directly learned is like as long as we explain it in a way that makes enough sense. Like we're able to get away with quite a lot, even and it's consistent as well, isn't yes, it? It's exactly. like it's consistent in its rules of like the one the one thing I every time I think about it, I'm like ah? when he's when they're like, Oh well she controls time, she she controls everything and I'm like, What but how if like going back and changing the timeline is so drastically dangerous and 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 also why not <sighs> Why not the 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 classic thing of why don't you go back to ten seconds before that bad that bad thing happened, and then if that yeah. doesn't work, go back ten seconds before you went back ten seconds. You know, like the, you could. But they use it. They use it in a good family movie way. Yes. Like uh, I mentioned before about like the you know Ryan Reynolds kills about forty five people in this movie, uh, but like you said, they're all faceless, helmeted, like henchmen. Robots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all explode into light. Uh, and Ryan Reynolds is one line way around. Is like, oh yeah, when you die out of your like proper timeline, it's it's messy, and it's and that's enough, and it's fine, yeah. and it means that you can have like what is quite a violent like you know murder scene. But you like you said, you could watch it with your son, and he wouldn't be like, Daddy, why is he slitting their throats and then spitting in the wounds? Yeah. You know, it's because it's just like it's a bit more bombastic. It's a bit more Star Warsy. You know, it's 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 fantasy, isn't it? And that and that's where it works. I mean, that whole concept of, of of a fixed time that you exist in, you know, if you die outside your fixed time, then that's bad. It's like, what? That doesn't make it. But shut up, shut up, pedant head, because you don't. It doesn't matter because again, the film explains it well. So, like, there's enough there, I think, for us to go. All right, all right. I'm happy to accept that. I'm happy to accept that when when people get struck by this lightsaber that uh they just woof, disappear and who knows what happens to them it doesn't really matter you know there's not that many bodies left on wizard them. did it the wi- wizard did it exactly <laughs> so, so you kind of you kind of just left there aren't you what i i thought the kid i thought the kid in this did a great job at aping ryan reynolds walter skull uh walker scoble is his name and um, he doesn't have a wikipedia page like he's obviously very, you know, like he's he's starting out in his acting career, and uh, he's he's precocious. He's funny, like you said. He's obviously doing a Ryan Reynolds thing, and he's doing a good job of that. Like you know, not easy for a twelve-year-old to do to be like. He's a shit, but he's quite likable at the same time. It's not like you know, um, Home Sweet Home Alone, the fucking wretched kid in that. Yeah, like he's not like that where you despise him. You, you know, you do like this kid, and you root for him. Uh, while at the same time, like he is a shit, and and that and this goes to another fantastic marketing decision by by Netflix, and and like this is a great business move because I'm gonna show this to my son, and he's gonna completely um, see himself in that character, and the arc of this character is also quite interesting because we get like at the start he's obviously getting into a bit of trouble. Yeah, he's being beaten up by the bullies, but He's not really kind of like he's a bit of a smart ass. He's not really you know engaging in a big mouth. Yeah, like and and the kind of his his lesson is, and and Brian Reynolds says it. You know, you're gonna hate yourself when you look back and realize how you spoke to your mum all the time. And that, as a parent, is like my God. I'm gonna throttle my child if 
he says one cheeky fucking thing to me again about what he, and it's like actually actually there's a nice little there's a nice little subtle message here about how you know you kind of have to be you 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 get back what you put in to these type of things two-way street yeah it? and 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 your parents yeah. as much as they are like you know it's not really your job to to care how to, to have to worry about what they're feeling but at the same time it's kind of nice too and you'll you know it's a good lesson to learn and so there's all of these nice little things i think the kid manages to 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 kind of bring on another um aspect of this movie which is very competently done i would say yeah no i would, I would agree um i think he does a good job uh who else have we got so they have their they're running around we get the lightsaber bit which is fun uh we get the the MacGuffin of why ryan reynolds needs the kid uh is that his uh super sweet robot <laughs> jet um that has like a, a remote control um won't work because he's been shot and this um, is this is the stupid this is where i pu- i'm pushed over to like fucking... he is doing backflips and kicking people in the neck and but like, his shit won't turn on what <laughs> because he's too injured and like so the kid but the kids because it's dna locked or something and it's fine again it's fine because it's a convenient like and this is what this movie strikes me at and the script strikes me as it's like they found good ways to kind of like keep the characters together you know without it being weighty without it being like yes but now he's got to go get out the kid because blah 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 and you know yeah he needs the kid to fly the plane done but but i you know straight off the top of my head um yeah you know when i went the the cut the kid's hand off take the hand with you i'm with you <laughs> genius just there we go the 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 time contortion matrix you know has i've i've been i've i've, I've been to through too many jumps and so my dna has been scrambled by the uh, neutrino field that surrounding i mean full on star trek bullshit whatever you want to say like Basically, the ship doesn't recognize me because I've been I've been back in time too much. Do you know what I mean? Like there, there could be. The, I just that is the one thing I'm like. Okay, I think the that's being pushing shot thing it. was. Why? I, why? Think it was, I, I actually think it was better than what you just suggested. <laughs> I think it's just. But it's why simple. is the ship? Why is the ship no, denying think, him? The because ability? the ship is a fucking, like, the ship is, a piece of warfare machinery. Yeah. And it's like. You're injured. You need medical attention. So, like, it's a ship that's worth presumably billions of future dollars. Like, so no, you can't fly it if you're like gonna bleed to death in the next six minutes because that could be a catastrophic damage to our government property. Yeah. Do you know what they need to do? They need to hang a lantern on it and have the kid say, "What do you mean you? Sh- what do you mean the ship doesn't work when you're injured?" And him say, "Well, you don't want." Well, you you, you know, I, I don't think they wanted people to pass out while flying it, or you know, something like that. Just hang a lantern on it, which is an uh, you know that yeah. that movie technique, just to give us a look. But anyway, we're it's getting just something we established. We're getting we're getting dragged it, into it? the pet and cast, despite our best efforts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we meet uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Mrs. Ryan Reynolds, um, who's Laura. that lady whose name is Laura Zoe Saldana plays Laura Zoe Saldana, yeah. um, great actor. Uh, fantastic isn't she, she brilliant pop, yeah. she is very good uh, she pops into this movie uh, as his wife <laughs> um, but like she's the reason that Ryan Reynolds has gone back in time because like <laughs> this is where it gets a bit fucking Doctor Who it's like oh the time agency and she disappeared back in 2018 and they said she was dead but I couldn't believe she was dead so I've she was you know, the best damn re-entry pilot in the road. academy like yeah it is exactly it, yeah yeah it but again, I, <clears throat> I thought that um, I thought I think Zoe Saldana has said I think it's an excellent actor. I think she is strong in this, and she's got like a decent enough role. There's also a nice loss as well. Um, you know, they they they're reunited in a in a cool way, which comes back, and she's like fucking fucking shit up and kick, kicking. He's back. running towards her, and then um, she makes a face at him, and he ducks because she's shooting the guy behind him. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You know, and they're a team, and like, and there's that instant chemistry, which I think they do really well. Of like, oh yeah, of course, that you know, this is this is old hat for them. Um, and then what I also like about about her role is is that it's not then like a so me and this kid 
and my girlfriend are now going to go and like solve the crime. We're not we're not getting weighed down by that. Uh, we're going to have a nice scene. We're going to have lots of emotion, and you've got to go and fix the time stream because it's more important than us. Uh, and then she gets blown up. Yeah. Um, Good movie making is exactly what that is because it gives it gives Ryan Reynolds' character a um, a drive. It gives him an emotional stakes. Exactly. There's something for him. Fix it. That's it. There's something for him to fight for, and there's also the you know the lovely thing of there being kind of like whispers in time, which which is which is what comes through um, the film, doesn't it? Is that you know if we that thing I be, I believe I believe that we can find this. So it is almost like a faith element to this of 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 them. It's not it's not quite as mechanistic of them coming back together. If we make an impact now, you know, in this timeline, we'll remember. We'll have we'll have some hint, and something yeah, yeah. will bring us together, which I think is it pays off Cosmic in the movie. Forces, blah blah blah. Uh, Science fantasy, perfect, perfect, perfect. Like this is exactly what you want. So then we get some um, fun uh, Top Gun bits. Uh, we're flying the plane about, uh, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed all of the Top Gunny aspects. We are spoiled, aren't we, for like computer graphics? Uh, because my goodness, does this film look so cool? And you know, like 116 million budget, and 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 presumably the actors were a, a large chunk of that, but. Like we just throw these, we just throw these scenes around. Like they, it's so effectively done now that the the ability of computer artists to like to create stuff like this, it looks fantastic, and it's also very well done. There's a lot of humor, you know, with the kid flying around. Hold yeah, on. like him falling off. Great like stuff because he hasn't got a seat, so he's just falling around the cockpit. Um, you get the cool like. Uh... Like uh, I don't even know the name of this like face melted henchman, and it's not important what his name is. Um, but like he's chasing Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds is a better pilot, and he goes and he turns the engine off and starts free falling, and the kid's freaking out, and he's like, it's a bit, it's a real hand solo moment uh, in this movie. Yeah, you know, and and I appreciated that, and it's cool. It's like oh, we're gonna hide. Uh, you, you know, and again, drawing really from our pop culture, but like fun, really fun to watch. Yeah, they, um, they, they or do to have them sort of go back in time at the end, anyway. Yeah, they do have a little punch it line, you know, which is uh, a nice little reference. But there's, yeah, I think all of this works really well, and it it kind of it kind of sets us up in a nice in a nice um thing of we get action, and then we get a little bit of breather. And then we get some more action, you know, the ups and downs of like movie making, which I think is serves it serves us well to keep us engaged, to develop a little bit of you know, we haven't we have the bit with him before this with Ryan Reynolds and, and Zoe Saldana clearly fucking but we don't really see that. You know, we, we, we move on and then we get to the 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 the, the action scene. So Well, we see enough of it for the dad Sam and then it's like well, it's a family movie. We know what they're doing. Oh yeah. So, so there's 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 enough that's going on there. I think the ups and downs, the A the A and B, you know, works works pretty well. Um and then and then we get like and then we get a bit of a turn, don't we? We get a kind of different movie with still about an hour to go. So about halfway through it's Kind of hard to see where the, the maybe the act one, two, or three structure works, but we get the dad. We get the dad, which we've heard about. We do get one little shot of a photograph, um, which is clearly Mark Ruffalo in a wig. Yeah, and then there's like a you know they've got the photoshopped Ryan Reynolds thing, <clears throat> and he's he's doing like a. He's doing like a great little. He's doing like a, a nice little job because he's he's kind of acting a little bit older than he is. I think he's very kind of like. He's he feels a bit frazzled, you know. This 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 guy feels a bit like he's he's very you know not quite not quite all there, and and maybe he's just so focused on his work that like there's a nice performance from Mark Ruffalo in this, and I think he does a great job. And the three of them together, I think, is a, is a great dynamic. Like it's it's great chemistry. It works really well. And like Mark well, Ruffalo, as being... always, Sam. Hollywood stories are about fathers and sons and sons and sons. Yeah, of course. That's why we're here. That's what we want. That's what um, people pay for. And he's. I like how he's. Um, 
he's sort of channeling um, this sort of like you know intelligent professor. He's a he's the scientist who invented science, uh, time travel basically, and uh, and he's like, no, you, we're breaking the timeline. I can't even talk to you. I shouldn't even be talking to you. Like this is dangerous and and, that's and then Ryan Reynolds punches him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he punches him back, and it's like that's child abuse, that mate. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it does. And it's, it. it's fun, and again, this is maybe where we can maybe talk about the emotional through line, perhaps that you wanted to talk about earlier, mm. of like um, because it's a story about a father and a son and his other son and the third son. Um, it's the idea is that like as the kid, who obviously kids have these moments of like um, you know incredible uh, understanding of things they absolutely have no business knowing about, really. Um, and he tells Ryan Reynolds, like, you didn't hate dad. You've just, you've learned to hate him because it's easier than missing him. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that speaks a lot to like how we as humans process grief, uh, just generally. Um, it really jumped out to me as like a, like a moment of truth. We get similar stuff with the mum earlier in terms of the way that, you know, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds says to the kid, yeah, like, and to the mum, like, you know, listen, it's okay to be, you know, it's okay to not be okay. You know, I think he's like, let's put that on a billboard somewhere because more people need to understand that. And it's really nice to have it in this movie in such a gentle fashion that's not then followed up by a fart joke. Yeah, it is. It, and it's. I think that's what's so... Um, it's quite disarming, isn't it, to go into a movie like this where you're like, oh, I, re- I wasn't really... Expe- I didn't know what to expect, but I wasn't really expecting... Not that it's like super profound or I'm tearing up or anything, but it's 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 a positive message. It's a nice message. It's something that's like actually adding or contributing to, you know, some level of thoughtfulness about what what's going on. And and as a, you know, as a parent, you're kind of like, well, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that there's a lot that that connects. I think really well that that line about it's easy. It's just easier to be to hate someone, and that's very applicable to all aspects yeah. of life you know that's the the uh prevailing easy emotion is to go to well, fuck you you know as opposed to actually let's empathize and let's try and deal with whatever's going on that leads us to that point and i think that the film has a great it has a great arc it drags that from the first scene you know from from the 12 year old and the 30 year old version of adam all the way to the end of the movie, you know, and so, and 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 the dad as well, like the dad having, um, being part of that arc where he needs to kind of realise and and be more demonstrative and all these other. For things. Everyone learns a lesson, like yes, and yes, it's a little bit convenient that everyone learns a lesson, and it's a little bit easy, and but it's fine, you know. It's this movie is like, it's not aiming to win an Oscar or like you know, really punch you. It's not a Pixar film that's trying to fucking eviscerate your heart. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's not... And they're and too it, much sometimes, aren't they? You like... Exactly. It's But this film knows where where it is. It knows where it lies of, like, this is a decent film that, like, is going to be, like, I think, you know, quite rightly, probably, like a whole generation of kids' favourite films. Like, do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like, something like we talk about Back to the Future or... You know, other thing like twins or well, all those even horrible, Star Wars, even Star Wars and stuff like that. You yeah, know, it's is... going to be up there in terms of like this is a film I watched as a kid that I just really, really loved, and again and, and you know what kids are like, I'll watch it again and again and again. Um, so, plot wise, we well, have yeah, we 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 also so we have, have the, basically well, we've been building to this end, haven't we? Yeah, because we've got the antagonists. Um, and what's her name? The antagonist's name is uh, uh, Saurian, isn't it? Maya Saurian, played by Catherine Keener. And I think this is... I think you've, you describe this as being probably the weakest character of the movie. In the way that this is like a fairly like... I use keep using the term summer blockbuster, which I think is probably an outdated term for what this movie is. Because <laughs> it's March. Um, <laughs> No, no, lousy smart weather. Um, not even that. Not even that. What I mean is, like, it's a sort of movie that comes out over the summer holidays. Traditionally in the cinema, it comes out of the summer holidays because, like, it's something to take the kids to. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
we talked uh, on our Fast and Furious episode, in fact, last week, uh, about how you as a father will probably find that you like watch a lot of films like this. You know, especially with your kids being slightly, you know, a bit bit older and younger than each other. Like, you'll probably find that this is like a good common ground of something that you won't actively be hate or be bored or confused by. Or fall asleep and, to. <laughs> exactly. But that the kids will really enjoy. So it's like a good middle ground of like there's something there for everyone, which is kind of the whole point of a family film, really. But like so because of that, and because you've got this like emotional through line with Reynolds and because you've got quite a lot of moving quite a lot of people and quite a lot of things and we're moving around quite a lot that all comes at the expense of an antagonist with any backstory any justification yeah who is believable at all so basically the antagonist is left sorian is left in this place where she feels very reactive like that she's being evil in reaction to them trying to Stop her, stop her plan even she's not rather known. than her being evil or having an agenda of her own like you yeah. know i must blow up this university or i must invade the middle east oh no sorry that's the reality again bleeding <laughs> in. um or you know i must i must um i must take over the golden eye technology you know so that i can <laughs> leverage it you know i must steal this satellite so i can sell it back to the u.s government loads of profit. contemporary references here dude. <laughs> I must, I must take over Alcatraz so I can leverage the U.S. government to pay secret CIA forces that toppled governments uh, the correct death be- death benefits that they would get if they were in the regular army. Yeah. That's a bit more of a deeper pull. But like, instead of any of that, because the movie doesn't have time, and I think correctly, I think they make the right choice to not have twenty more minutes where we're just exploring what this character is doing. Like, she's very bland and one-dimensional and like it's the one part of the movie that i'm like just make her a cartoon villain you know she wants to take over the world basically that that would be something make her darth vader you know we're like and 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 really just cut down on cut down on the on the time that we get to see her doing things that aren't directly evil you know like crushing throats i mean that's a great introduction to a character isn't it you know uh, and, and not directly evil (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> god this is dave school of evil uh but, the, <laughs> but there's oh, you said it the, there's uh there's there's just there's thing there's things there's things that they could do i think just to just to tighten up and but, but again you know at the same time like really trying to channel like that 12 year old boy thing of like yeah but you know like She's the baddie, so that's enough. Like she is the bat, she is she is the baddie, and that is enough. I just think to something justify it. as simple, maybe, or as like maybe after they've gone back to two thousand and eighteen, but maybe before they meet Ruffalo, we get a scene of Ruffalo and her, and she's they're arguing about some something about the technology, or and we he could says, use it. I we could make the world got... better, but no, we exactly. can't because he it's says, not right. He says, Listen, I know global warming killed your parents or whatever, but like you know, we can't fix that with time travel or something. Or yeah. I, I know some sort of like we have a with great power sort of comes great responsibility. Evil, yeah, yeah. Some call to evil or like what I would have liked actually. What I really would have liked at the end of this movie, um, because just to buzz through it, Ruffalo comes back, drives his car into somebody. Uh, him and Reynolds have a big bro moment. Uh, they go up and they blow up the reactor, basically. Um, there's some cool stuff I'm missing out, but the actual very last scene is Sorian, younger Sorian, and like our three protagonists. And what I really would have liked is because Sorian keeps telling her younger self like to do things, and she does them, and that, that, that's boring. But like, I would really would have liked for her to turn and say like, actually, you know, she the older ones from 30, 40 years in the future like to turn and say like no actually fuck you like i don't want to become you like i started funding this research to be a good person and her to reject that and that would have been a great moment of like yes and then she could sacrifice herself and like i thought that you know, we what... could have a great we could have a great the future isn't written moment yeah. of like and that i think that would have been so powerful but i guess they didn't want to detract from the father son son, son and they didn't son and son thing yeah yeah 
it's like, it's like a, it keeps getting worse. It's like it's like a shop name, isn't it? You know, someone's someone's son, someone's sons. It's you know, it, I I thought the moment, so the moment when she's um, the younger one. Let's talk about the face swap CGI in a moment. Is standing n- next to you know, in in between them, next to the with the back to the um, reactor. reactor again. Reactors, fucking what? What is it reacting? What? What's going on? What's the science? But never mind, shut up, keep moving. Uh, it's a medium hadron collider, I believe, Sam. <laughs> it's, it's, very it's not very small, but it's also not as large as the one in Italy. So yeah, it's like, like, I guess yeah, it's a well. medium one. But 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 she's standing there. I'll have a there. medium hadron collider with that. <laughs> she and I and I thought what she when when you know the 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 older Saurian was pointing the gun at them. I thought she was going to say, you know, no. And and I think if we'd had more time of that, of her actually start to realise the monster that she is going to become, and that changing the future is really difficult, and that's kind of what the film is also about as well. Of like you can't you can't change the fact that your dad's going to die. You know, all these things are going to happen. It's kind of you know I thought she was going to throw herself in, and I think if we'd had more time to invest in that, and that's maybe one of you know I'd love to speak to the writers and see if they ever considered it. I think that's. I thought that's what was was going to happen, and I was about to go. We haven't seen enough of her to justify that. And then she <laughs> and shoots the gun, the and the is... and, and the bullet goes into her, and that's what so happens. we can have a quip. So we can have a quip from Doctor Bruce Banner saying like she never did understand the science. Now, as his theme song plays, because the episode's just finished. She didn't understand the science of magnets. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not exactly. Not exactly. I mean, it's pretty basic primary school stuff, isn't it? But anyway, yeah, it's just a bit. It's a bit much. And like, like you said, I think if younger Sorian had grabbed older Sorian and like, let backwards into the reactors, like with like saying something to um, Bruce Banner, um, because they have a relationship which we don't see, but they do. Like, you know, I. I act. I always had the best intentions, Bruce, or whatever this character's name is. Sorry, um... <laughs> it's uh, the dad, isn't it? What's the Christ? We are terrible at podcasting. Lewis <laughs> Reed, terrible. I, it's Mark Ruffalo or Bruce Banner or Lewis Reed. Lewis, but it's, Lewis it's the dad. He's I, I'm dad. not sure we ever get told that no. because actually, here's a point. Actually, because to our protagonist, he's just dad. He's just dad. That's it's fine. That's enough. So we know him as dad. Yeah. Right. So if we'd had. Maya, uh, say... The baddie. Sorry, the baddie. Yep. Say to him, like... You know, I didn't... I didn't... To dad. Like, no, I didn't start this with bad intentions. And you could have had a nice scene between them, but I guess you would have then had to have a scene earlier where they interact. I'm throwing myself backwards. I think we would also be complaining about how trite and overdone that is in movies. But I think it maybe would have been a better conclusion than the one we got, which is that she basically erases herself from existence thereby creating seemingly like a paradox which would blow the universe up as far as fact back to the well, future is well exactly it. because who because who managed to mechanize this and or weaponize the time travel and turn it into something that Ryan Reynolds could be trained for and then he's trained to do it like Sorin did it all like the, the, yes we she yes he's bad I'm not concerned with that as a film fuck you this is a family movie fuck you you'll buy it like that is exactly we get we do get a cool final, not final scene, penultimate scene with the the throw, the catch, which I really liked as well. Um, yeah, that like was... A, it's, again, don't fucking think about it. And they're like, oh, I wonder why we haven't gone back to our timelines. Oh, maybe, maybe it like takes a while to like buffer or... They, they, you know. they, they go, oh, wait, I can, I feel, I feel weird. Yeah, me too. It's like, what does that mean? Like, are we, is, I mean, again, it's no weirder than a photograph. You're conveniently fading to show the progress, but... It's a cool scene though. Where the plane catch, he throws the ball, he doesn't catch it, he turns around and they're gone. Yeah. It's a cool scene, like, I think, and the reserve they use to make it like, oh, and then the dad dies as well. It's just depressing as fuck if you think about it, but like the actual ending to this movie is rather uplifting in a way. It is, it is. And that, that is the overarching um, thing, is that this, uh, this movie... All the moaning we're doing about, and it's you know we're we're doing it in jest really, but all the moaning we're doing about the mechanics of science of 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 um of time travel and even the role of the bad guy and all this is like ultimately the movie is primarily concerned 
with the emotional arc of these three characters and to a lesser extent Jennifer Carter as well but really you know it's it's how do we how do we how do we how do we deliver the punch that we want how how do we deliver you know the, the this 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 arc and this storyline about loss and about how you know you have to be conscious in in how you act and because it it creates who you are later on in life you know if you're a little shit at 12 or if you're a little shit at 30 it's going to have consequences and you kind of have to deal with that and that's that's what the movie is saying and it's saying it to a bunch of 12 year olds who are watching this film and a bunch of 30 year olds and that's pretty again that's good money like (laughs) we i must say sam uh right i think ryan reynolds is in his late 40s just just to just to be clear yes yes but but it but it's but it's it's pitching it to people it you know pitching it to people who are who have 12 year old kids and to, and those 12 year old kids which is you know 40 or or whatever so there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of um clever marketing going on here but it, it i i think it's effective and i think it's fun and engaging and you can just you can just enjoy it and how many times have we watched a film where you where you could kind of excuse all of the all of the missteps and just go yeah but it was fun like and that is what yeah. we miss that's what we miss i think it's so much of modern cinema you know it's it is, like um, it's fun it's an original movie it's an original movie that isn't reaching too far that's well made well casted that was free to watch on netflix <laughs> that we have no expectations of exactly because it's not part of a franchise because it's not like a an auteur director uh, you know, it's not something we were like, oh, this would be really good because it's got such and such and such and such, and because that's not how I like look at movies and things. Because I went in blind, and Ross was just like, oh, you should watch this. It's it's come out new, and not not to beat around the bush, but I think Ross's bar for like something to watch is probably. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be absolutely furious with you when he listens to this. He is he, gonna be throwing him like under the bus in shit. The man has been watching my Netflix for the last twelve years, Sam. So I, think, <laughs> I feel entitled. I feel you know. entitled. You know the depths like, that he that he is he is exactly. To. I have it. It's right here. I've got it right here. I get <laughs> suggestions. Um, so like, I feel like his bar's lower maybe, and it's maybe a shame on our part of like I probably wouldn't have sat and watched this because I can I sometimes find Ryan Reynolds to be a bit too Ryan Reynoldsy and a bit too <laughs> like he's doing his bit. And like, if you love it, great. But if you if you only think it's okay, sometimes Deadpool like, is on, it's going to piss you off. Deadpool's unwatchable to, for me, and I know, don't think this movie is that. No. And, and so, actually, this is a reasonably positive review from the both of us. And I know that Ross liked it as well. Um, I think this movie sits about sixty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, as far as Rotten Tomatoes is doing recently, I think is probably quite fair. Perfectly communist score. How- yeah, perfectly. And, and, cool. and we, we, you know, we will never learn how many, how much money this this movie made because that's not Netflix's model. Will it attract any more subscribers? Who knows? We don't know anything about this. You know, it cost one hundred and sixty million to make, but probably, probably, if it's people are talking about it in a vaguely positive way, that's what Netflix is interesting. Well, they want they want the names. And uh, did you watch the uh, trailer I sent you? Um, I know. So Ross had said we should watch this instead of whatever shite you were going to have us watch. Um, <laughs> Me and or you? Fucking three hours of a nine eleven drama that you suggested. I did not um, suggest. What did I suggest that was that? You figure that out. Will I? Will I do my bit? <laughs> um, instead of that, Ross was like, "We should watch this Netflix movie," and I was like, "Alarm bells! Ring! 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 Ring!" Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds ring 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 and uh, Mark Ruffalo ring 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 ring, um, and then later that day I saw a I, I stumbled across a trailer uh, where Ryan Reynolds and uh, Mark Ruffalo sit and they go we're 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 doing a new movie it's about time travel and then like so so we brought someone to talk to you and it's um, uh, what's his face um, it's Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh, oh! I have watched this. Yes, fucking mental. And, and 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 I was like, "That's bizarre." But that that is what Netflix wants. They're not really interested in the quality of the movie. No, they want stars you recognize to and other stars who aren't even in the fucking movie or in even that's are just so in a tangentially related movie. Yeah, to like 
advertise it and to, to get subscribers they want those subscriptions and they've just put their fucking prices up yes oh yeah well yeah, i complain about that another day but it does and having having christopher lloyd and that is just a total nod obviously and it's it's a nod to the 40 30 40 50 year olds who now have kids about hey guys let's you know let's have well, let's try and watch back to the future and then it's shit and they and the kids hate it and they're bored because it's a movie from ninety thousand years ago <laughs> it's uh, a movie from for what 40, 40 years ago Four. about going back to seventy years ago. <laughs> there's a lot oh, of questionable sell. stuff in between. Like we, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of weirdness that goes on in that film that I don't really want to have to explain but to my children. You could totally understand though. You could totally understand why a child would be bored by Back to the Future. Hundred percent. Because like there's so film, much there that's filmmaking that's, has like, changed. Yeah. Filmmaking has changed, but like the culture's changed. And what is a funny joke then, like the joke that, um, you know, oh, uh, we've got, you know, we've got two televisions. And they're like, nobody has two televisions. <laughs> two and it's televisions. Like, yeah. The joke, the joke now is like. I can literally like, see right now three televisions. <laughs> I can see three. Sam, within, within reaching and a distance, laptop, I and could a phone. be watching TV on three devices <laughs> right now. From where I'm sat. It's offensive. It's offensive how amazing. Yeah. So, like, do you know what I mean? So, jokes like that and, like, uh, what's the other joke is, um, you know, oh, uh, Reagan, the actor. Ronald Reagan, the actor. Like, a child is not going to understand his vice that. president, Jerry like, Lewis. Yeah, like, it's... Exactly. And it's just so, like, I think that, yes, you are right. This is the Back to the Future for, like, if you, kids. And that's good. And we should We should have to let me know. You'll have to, we absolutely should. You'll have to let me know what your son thinks of this. I will. Um, I will. I'll, I'll because I'll be really devastated if he's bored. <laughs> I don't think he will be. I think I think he's 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 six, so he's he's only he's probably only he's quite grown up for six, but he's six, and I, I think this is maybe I on the slightest uh, maybe if he was seven or eight, I think he'd really. But I'm I don't know, but I, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. Maybe in I two watched parts. this. Um, I watched this with my uh, sister and brother-in-law. Uh, my younger sister, and they're, so they're in the early twen- early twenties. Oh, oh, children, um, and they hated it. They absolutely hated it. Oh, really, interesting. Um, which was funny because like I was ready to hate this movie, and I quite liked we it. We shouldn't do that. Um, we should go in no no recriminations. They, no, I will not change. Uh, <laughs> but they they hated it, Sam, because like you know when you're in your early twenties and you're a fucking edge lord and you're like. Uh, they hated it because the time travel didn't make sense. For me, it's not a problem because I think no. in the confines of the movie, like so, it's okay. Yeah. But for them, they want the you know they want Interstellar. They want the like really complex. This is how time 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 machines work and things like that. And and for me, it was just a case of like this is fun and it's light and we're moving and we're thinking and we're feeling and and, and when it's, it's over. Great, and it's genuine and it's sentimental and you know we're all we're getting old. And I got and... changed from two hours. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's. Um, so good movie. Well done, everyone. Great job. Next week we'll be watching the nine eleven movie you referred to earlier. It was in fact executive decisions starring Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell, Harry, Halle Berry. Sorry, pre nine eleven then. Definitely. Pre-9/11. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I don't think Steven Seagal's career lasted post nine eleven. No, this is about a much um, terrorist hacking a flight and then demanding re- re- the release of its leader unless uh, otherwise they'll release some kind of neurotoxin all over I mean, the globe. It's about a plane and terrorists, so it's, I wasn't. No, it's a that documentary about. Mark. It's about. It's a documentary about twenty twenty two. This is the next chapter of the hellscape <laughs> in which we live in, and so we'll be exploring Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know week. what, though, Sam? Do you know what this does? Especially because um, our esteemed uh, colleague uh, Ross is away for a couple of weeks. Uh, this gives me carte blanche for the following week. I hope you understand that. Oh, I'm happy to go into some whatever, where, you know, whatever arty shit you want to dive into. I'm <laughs> totally 1972, artsy film that only four people have ever seen. And I'll have to send you a film reel and a projector to watch it. <laughs> Fantastic. I, <laughs> I I hope you can cash in that check is what I is what I'm hoping, Dave. And you've got you've got something in the bank. Ooh, 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 ooh. Actually, I do have I do have a thought. I do have a thought on a film we could watch, um, but I'm a bit concerned about how we would review it. 
Um, very mysterious. Metropolis from 1929. Oh, good. Uh, it's a German, a German sci-fi film. I know what it is. I've seen it. That's that, and also there's the uh, Metropolis. There's the anime one. Um, yes. That is fantastic as well. So we could, <gasps> could we could we watch two movies? Could we do it in a week? Do we have the technology? I mean, literally three devices. So yes, we have the technology. <laughs> do it all at the same time. Nobody owns two televisions. He's lying. He's playing Plug with me you. into the Matrix. That's it. We can do it. <laughs>